Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast, it's all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Hey girl, I am so pumped that you are here for this really important topic in today's episode. So buckle up. We're talking about social media, boundaries, and managing all of the feelings and potential overwhelm we might be feeling from all of that, right? Because if you're like me, social media sometimes makes you want to take a fork and shove it into your eyeball because you're like, this is a lot. Or sometimes it just feels really heavy, right? Like there's so much going on in the world right now. Or maybe you just feel like your boundaries are kind of, you know, out of whack right now because life is crazy, right? COVID and changes in employment and working from home and all of the things that you're navigating. If you're feeling any of those feels, then this is your episode. (laughs) And I'm so excited to hear what you think about it. So tag me on Instagram or DM me with your takeaways. I love to hear what you think. Um, But before we dive in, I also want to touch on one thing. I've gotten a lot of questions about my text list, and I know some of you are confused, so I want to just make it super crystal clear what's going on. So if you have listened to previous episodes of this podcast, or you were previously on my text list, text from Cache, where I send out little pump up fun text messages straight to your phone, totally free, I just changed numbers to a new platform that I'm using for this text community. So you're definitely going to want to jump on the new one. It's way better. And the old one is going to be completely gone, right? So if you've never been on my text list and you don't even know what I'm talking about, then girl, let me tell you how to jump on it. Again, it's totally free. All you do is text me, right? So open up your text message, type in my new number, 512-548-2728. And you can text me anything and that's going to prompt you to actually get signed up. Again, totally free. It'll take you like 16 seconds. Text me 512-548-2728. You could just say like, hi, Keish, or what's up, girl? Heard you on the podcast. Hey, it's Thursday. Whatever you want, right? With this new texting community platform, I can send you those little GIF messages like, well, like people dancing. I can send you voice notes. I can send you video. And I'm going to really focus on prioritizing, spending a lot of time interacting with you through this platform. And we're going to do exclusive things like when we launch merchandise, which is coming soon, the text list is going to hear about that first. And we're going to have different promos for the text list. And it's just a cool way for me to actually get to connect with you, right? Because Otherwise, it feels like I don't know who I'm talking to and I really want to get to know you and your story more. So again, text me whatever you want uh, to 512-548-2728. I am so excited about this. So jump on it. It's going to be so fun. Okay. Now, I know you're busy and I've got a lot of tips and a, a really important topic to dive into that I think could be really powerful for you. So let's dive in. Okay. Let me set the stage here. We're talking about boundaries. We're talking about overwhelm, but we're going to start with the social media part of that. 
Because honestly, maybe you can agree with this, but I'm actually a huge fan of social media when it's used in a positive and productive way. Like, you know, Facebook and like Instagram is actually my favorite platform, but it's a cool way for you to get to connect with people from all across the globe that have maybe common interests or stage of life or missions. I've used it to build a business. Now my second business, like there's so much power in social media as a connection tool. And there's a lot of power in feeling like you're not alone in whatever you're navigating right now, right? Or like the feelings that you're learning how to process in real time because the world is crazy right now. It is such an important tool that can be used for so much good. But I truly think that consumption of social media becomes a massive problem. First, when you catch yourself not being able to be present, like present where your feet are are with the people in front of you that you've deemed are the most important people to you, but you're plugged into your phone, right? Because sometimes social media has us comparing ourselves to other people, right? To a certain image that's portrayed on, you know, the internet, on Instagram, whatever. So we find ourselves getting this anxiety towards a timeline of when we need to accomplish certain things or the things that we should be doing or how we should be showing up for different social causes or movements. We get caught up in like what I should be doing that we're not even thinking critically about what we actually want for ourselves. And often social media, media can become a contributor to negative self-esteem, right? Like for example, you thinking less of yourself because you're comparing your behind the scenes, no makeup on, no bra, just like feeling like a hot mess express to somebody else's perfectly created content, celebrating their milestones or their highlights and pretending like they have their ish all together. And girl, that is not going to work for you. I know that you know that, but sometimes We've just got to get really intentional about understanding that social media can hinder us, like hinder us, whether that's in our ability to be present where our feet are in our own life, which is so crucially important to me, or to think that you're behind in your life or that you're failing or to keep you stuck because you're not wanting to go for your dreams because you're worried about other people's opinions or what they're going to say about you on social media. So what? No, you deserve a life that you love. So let's take the first step of getting aware. If you're not aware that it's a problem, it's hard to even see the need to do anything about it, right? So how do we actually navigate this? First, I would challenge you to ask yourself some really freaking good questions about your social media consumption right? Because if you ask yourself better questions, you know how that works. You're going to give yourself some better answers. So number one, ask yourself, what are the negative ways that social media could be impacting me right now? right? What are the negative ways? Just list them out, maybe pen to paper, really think about it. If you're a verbal processor, maybe talk with someone about this. And number two, what and who could be negatively impacted as a byproduct of me consuming so much social media that I find myself comparing my behind the scenes to other people's carefully curated content and I don't even know what their whole story is, right? Because when we play it out a little bit and we identify that someone else could be impacted in a negative way by your lack of ability to be present because you're glued to your phone or that someone, often I see this with like relationships with significant others, right? Someone like your significant other could actually have their feelings hurt or feel like they're failing if you don't even intentionally realize that you're judging them by unrealistic standards that you're seeing portrayed on social media. Media, like hashtag marriage goals when you don't even really know what's going on behind closed doors 
Or even think about the time and how that's impacting you or your other dreams because you're spending so much time consuming rather than creating, whether that's creating your own thing or your own content or just your own experiences or focusing all of that time on growing in areas of your life that you deem important for yourself. Because when you understand it's a problem, it raises the necessity, the need to fix that problem because you understand it's not just negatively impacting you, but it's impacting other dreams on your heart, a bigger vision for your life and people that matter to you. And like Maya Angelou says, when you know better, you do better. So I think the first step that's so freaking powerful, it sounds simple, but it's not always easy. It's just take some time and think about how it could be negatively impacting you and then set some boundaries around it. Like time limits, on and off times. We're gonna dive into that, right? Or whatever it may be that works for you. So let's actually go there, right? So from social media, you understand that that's a problem. Now you're gonna work on some boundaries, but there's also probably other aspects of your life outside of social media that we wanna talk about boundaries in. Okay, because as you know, boundaries determine what you're willing to tolerate and then what you're not willing to tolerate. And boundaries also teach people how to treat you. But if we don't know what our boundaries are, then it's going to be difficult to communicate what those boundaries are or to act in accordance with them. So let's start with boundaries because just being real with you, I used to get very annoyed with people overstepping boundaries until I realized it was actually my fault because I didn't communicate those boundaries. I didn't even know what the boundaries actually were, but I was really annoyed with people. Maybe you can connect with that. But for example, say that your boss is sending you emails or texts late at night and you're like, oh, I have to respond to this. So you're responding to it, but you literally don't realize that in real time, you're teaching your boss that that's acceptable. You're teaching your boss how to treat you and what your boundaries are and when you're available. Or maybe you have like team members or you have a business where you have other people that you're working with, right? And they're texting you and in your head, you're super annoyed and you feel like you're overwhelmed and you never get to be unplugged and you don't get to spend that time with your family and they're texting you and you feel like you got to respond to them. And then you're like projecting that negativity onto them. And that's totally unfair. And it's not getting you where you want to go, but we're human and we're trying to figure it out. So figuring out what your boundaries are and what they actually look like and feel like is huge. So again, ask yourself better questions, get better answers. So some questions that I ask myself, what are the times that I'm unplugged and completely off social media, unavailable? What are the times that I'm unplugged and completely off of work, right? What time am I available to my family? Or maybe for you, it's like your in-laws or your friends or your teammates. And when am I not available? Because I have a small group of people, like a very small group of people that can reach me at any time. But I do not put my pressure, like put any pressure on myself to be available to people outside of that small circle all the time. Because think about it, like that is not a life that I want to live. I don't want to have to feel like I'm always plugged in and just catering to everybody else's schedule and not feeling like I get to be present in my one shot on this planet. So it's really important that we take the time to really think about boundaries and ask yourself questions around boundaries. Actually, another one that just popped into my head is what channels of communication are open to people in your life? right? For example, my first business that I built was a large business with network marketing that I still have. I've got a large team of 
you know, 3,500 people on my team, although it's not my active focus anymore. But what I learned really early on is I had to lessen the amount of communication channels for my team. So I did not allow anyone that I worked with to text me work or business related questions, right? They had to message me on Facebook, which helped me just lessen the amount of communication channels. Like it's that feeling of having like 800 tabs open in your brain, right? So less communication channels let me focus on when I was on my Facebook messenger, I could answer their business questions, but I wasn't going to get those via text message. Text was not for business questions and it helped me manage overwhelm, but also like keep friendships separate. So that was huge. And then I set expectations with my response time. So I didn't feel like I always had to be plugged in. I didn't make them think I was going to respond to them every 15 minutes just because they happened to message me. So if you're a manager or you're an entrepreneur or you're in network marketing, it's really simple what I just told you, but it is so freaking powerful. And it's worked so well for me to not feel like I'm going to take a fork and shove it in my eyeball or pull all my hairs on my head. Right. And I've done other episodes on boundaries. You can totally check out and I'll link a couple of them in the show notes too. But those are the basics that have been really helpful for me and helpful for me to revisit, especially during transitions in life. Like, I don't know, we just moved from San Diego to Austin, Texas, or all of us are dealing with a global pandemic and COVID and like, give me all the masks. Like it's crazy. Right. Um, and all of a sudden, like everybody wants to do zoom calls all the time. So maybe you're experiencing that point being know your boundaries and then you can act in accordance to them. And then I actually did want to do, you know, one other little like tidbit here. I want to touch on a topic that if you are someone who is consuming a lot of media, whether that's social media or news, um, this could be helpful for you. I personally don't ever watch the news and I consume very little social media to protect my mindset. And especially as a podcaster and a content creator to keep my voice my own, right? But if I do consume, I set myself up with time limits. For example, say you're going to do 15 minutes in the morning of listening to news or watching the news and 15 minutes at night and you stick to those timelines, or maybe that is for social media consumption. You've got a few people that you check in with what they're doing because they're an inspiration to you, but you don't consume what everybody's doing because then you don't even get to stay true to doing the things that are actually important to you. You don't have any time, right? And truthfully, especially right now, and as we're about to move into a political season, which I'll for sure do some episodes on this later, but it's really important to understand that negative content is not helpful for our brains, especially the news. So what we're going to see even more is all of this polarizing political content and all of the social issues that, that are really important in the world that are going on right now that a lot of people are talking about. And it's kind of like you're getting drug in all of these directions. Like, this is important. This is important. This is important. It's like, holy crap, it can feel like a lot. So we've got to figure out what we deem important so that we don't feel like we're carrying around all of this heaviness and negativity. And the more negative content that we're consuming, the more it affects our worldview, right? And I actually shared a couple of months ago in the collective, my personal development community, something that I learned about positivity from Barbara Fredrickson. She is a positive psychologist, her book, Positivity. And Actually, side note, the collective is not currently open for registration, but if you want to be the first to know when we open for September, text me that same number that I mentioned at the beginning, 512-548-2728. Text the word September and you'll be put on the list to be the first to know when we open for registration so you can jump in and not miss out when we close because we're only open for a couple of days each month. Okay. 
back to the point. Essentially, Barbara Fredrickson's book, Positivity, it talked about a bunch of studies that were done about how much people that watch television, like a lot of television, perceive the world and the more violent they judge the world to be based off of the amount of television they're consuming. And sometimes I think we have this idea that like people who watch a lot of TV are more informed about what's going on in the world or like watch a lot of news are more informed and that those who don't are naive or something. But that's actually not the case because people that consume a lot of TV grossly overestimate the rates of violence in the world. People who watch less TV are much more accurate judges of the degree of risk that we all might encounter or the negativity that's really going on in the world, right? And the same rules apply to social media. There's literally studies that have been done about this. So if people that you're following on social media are always negative, they're always posting this polarizing content, they're always complaining, they're always heavy, they're always dark, why the hell are you following them? Curate an environment that's going to serve you. Like we often wonder why we don't feel excited or happy or pumped up or positive or optimistic about the future, but it might be the environment that we're creating in our head because of the social media content we're consuming, the people that we're following, how much time we're sitting in negativity, letting it deteriorate our positive outlook that we could be working on. And at the end of the day, girl, remember, social media everything that's going on in the world right now. Your life is never going to look like anybody else's. Even that random girl that you follow on social media that you love, right? But that's because we're all uniquely gifted with our own dreams and visions and personalities and strengths and weaknesses and struggles and curveballs and things that we have to navigate on our unique path. We all get to determine what success looks like and feels like, which is so much more important than looks like in my book, um, to us right? We have different desires for the way that we want to show up in the world. And that is a beautiful thing. And the more secure that you get with your own path, the better that you get with your own boundaries to live your best life, the less you're consuming what everybody else is doing. And you're worried about building a life that you love, the less you're going to be worried about what other people's paths are in the first place and how it compares to yours. So remember, direction is so much more important than speed always. You're lapping an older version of you who is too afraid to even try and show up and live her best life, to boldly step into this person that you want to become, who's got better boundaries, who isn't comparing her behind the scenes to everybody else's carefully curated content. So if you're working on getting better, you're doing the best that you can, you're managing the world that we live in, which is crazy. Curveball after curveball is coming. I get it. I hear you. I see you. I'm with you. And in my eyes, you're listening to a personal growth podcast and you're trying to level up Q Sierra. Well, no, no, level up, level up. Okay, I had to. But honestly, you're killing it. In my eyes, you are killing it. Keep showing up day after day. You've got this. I'm with you. And I'll talk to you soon, girl. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend. Like send it to her right now or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.